At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. I hope everyone had a great weekend, ready to gear up for another exciting week. I was going to start this show on a positive note because baseball season has been very, very good to me to start the year. And I'm excited about it. I love what I'm seeing. I feel like I'm 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 reading the board as clearly as I've seen it. You know, like we're just we're off to a positive start. I feel good. I feel really good about baseball. But something happened a couple of hours ago that has sent me in a a downward spiral. Like, I am furious, steam coming out of my ears and my nostrils like a cartoon character. The NBA announced its finalists for your 2021-2022 awards. Uh, Coach of the Year finalists, Monty Williams, Eric Spolstra, Taylor Jenkins, congratulations. Most Improved Player, Duante Murray, Darius Garland, John Morant, congratulations. Uh, MVP, no surprise, Nikola Jokic, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Very happy about that for you know anybody who wants to do your MVPs. But so far, everything we expected. Your Rookie of the Year finalists, Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley. No surprise there. Sixth man, Kevin Love, Cam Johnson, Tyler Hero. Cool. Cool stuff. Good stuff. And then the Defensive Player of the Year. Finalists were announced. Michael Bridges, Rudy Gobert, and Marcus Smart. The notable exception to that list 
is the man who we have been supporting all season long here at VEASAN, the NBA blocks leader, the NBA leader in steals plus blocks, Memphis's Jaron Jackson Jr. And I simply just responded to our very own Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst. But this is actually pretty hilarious. Why even have awards if we're not going to acknowledge the players that deserve to win them? What more does a guy like Jaron Jackson Jr. have to do to be considered the defensive player of the year? What does he have to do? Tops in the NBA in blocks. His block rate better than the other, better than Rudy Gobert. Better than Bridges. Certainly better than Marcus Smart. How is this man who had more blocks than anybody in the league this season by a long shot, not a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. And am I just bitter because I got the ticket on him? Yeah, you betcha. But this is a greater point, I think. And for Marcus Smart, why? Because I'm telling you right now, I can make the argument, you can make the argument, and anybody voting on these awards can make the argument that Robert Williams was the more important defender this season for the Boston Celtics than Marcus Smart. And I get it. Since the end of January, they've been the best defensive team in the NBA. It's not even close. And Marcus Smart is a big piece of that puzzle. But Robert Williams, arguably a bigger piece of that puzzle. And so to have two players on the same team that if you opened up the votes to everybody would basically share votes, I don't see how one of them gets to be a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. I just don't get it. I don't see how Jaron Jackson Jr. not on this list. And it's a darn shame. It really is. It really is a shame. R.I.P to my Jaron Jackson Jr. 66 to 1 defensive player of the year ticket. Or why not for you? Let's talk about what went down in the NBA playoffs here on Sunday. The Miami Heat dominate the Hawks 115-91. Duncan Robinson with the big game 27 points. As the Heat take care of business, taking game one and covering the spread in that one. The Bucks beat the Bulls 93-86 in a game that got pretty close. After the first quarter, you thought, you thought that Milwaukee was going to run away from this thing. Because they took a double-digit lead. They were up 34-21 after the first quarter. And you thought that this was going to play out pretty much how all the... Milwaukee Bulls games played. And now, with this updated game, you can look at the records, Milwaukee has won 17 of their last 18 games against the Bulls. With the only loss being the final game of the regular season last year where they benched their entire team. Giannis has not lost to the Chicago Bulls since December of 2017. Bucks used a strong finish to win this game 93-86. They do not cover the double-digit spread, so kudos to the Bulls for getting the cover there. But think about this. Giannis scored 27 points in this game. He had zero points in the fourth quarter. You're Chicago. You're sitting here going, whoa, whoa, whoa. We just lost the game, and we held Giannis scoreless 
in the fourth quarter. That's not going to happen often. And this might have been their best chance to win a game this series. Because I do believe this is going to be a sweep. And I thought watching this game that maybe there was a shot for the Bulls to steal it. But the fact that they didn't, they ain't winning the game this series. Sorry, Bulls fans. And the game of the day, though, and what will be the best series here in these NBA, at least the first round of the playoffs, the Nets-Celtics comes down to the wire after Kyrie hits just an incredibly clutch three-pointer. Kyrie had 39 points, by the way, fighting off the uh, Kyrie sucks chance from the crowd. But the Celtics on the last play, almost like a scramble drill, get a buzzer-beating layup from Jason Tatum in what was just, I I can't even describe it, watching it. it. It was so, I didn't know what was happening. I also think Kyrie didn't know what was happening because he wasn't paying attention to the backside. He was not protecting the rim there. And he let Tatum get wide open behind him. And Tatum gets the pass from Smart and does a spinorama while Kyrie fouled him. No call there. And lays it in with .4 seconds on the clock, really. At least that's when it released out of his hands. And the Celtics win at the buzzer, 115-104. They don't cover, though. Four-point favorites. The Nets do cover. This series is going to be incredible. This series is going all seven games. And uh, I, I just I can't wait to watch more of these games. I really can't. It's going to be great. It really is. It really is going to be great. On Monday, you got game two between Philly and and the Raptors, Sixers are a seven-point favorite. You have game two between the Jazz and the Mavericks, where Utah is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And you got game two, Nuggets and Warriors. Golden State is a seven-point favorite. Coming up next, we will be joined by our very own Dave Tooley here uh, at VEASAN. We will get the view from Vegas. We'll talk about... Everything that went down here this weekend in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Plus, got to talk about the incredible run of favorites that we saw this weekend in the NHL. Touch on some Major League Baseball as feeling really good about what we're seeing so far here at the first 11 days of the Major League Baseball season. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll be joined by Dave Tooley coming up next right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Compete for cash, even if you're not an expert, with the FTX Playoffs Prediction Challenge. Join this 16-part prediction pool series and play for your share of $80,000 in total cash prizes with your playoff hoops predictions. Head to DraftKings.com FTX now to get in on the action. FTX, the number one pick for crypto. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look at here on VCN, the sports betting network. It's time to get the view from Vegas. We welcome in our very own Dave Tooley, who you follow on Twitter at view from Vegas and Dave NBA playoffs opening round action this weekend. It's been uh, fun, especially that Celtics finish with the Nets. Uh, but now looking ahead, maybe to some of these game twos, what exactly is the zigzag theory when it comes to the NBA postseason? Yeah, now you know, that we've had one game played in all these series, uh, and this is the number one sports betting topic that comes up every year in the NBA playoffs. The zigzag theory, uh, it was discovered, I think, years ago by the gold sheet. And part of it is also born out of, you know, conspiracy theory that the NBA wants all these, you know, series to go seven games. And, you know, so they usually go back and forth, back and forth. So that's what the zigzag means. And you bet the loser of the last game. A lot of people also call it the loser of the last um, theory because you bet the straight-up loser of the last game against the spread in the next game. So the teams that are down 0-1, you would bet against the spread. And you know the theory also also says that you know teams that you know are down are desperate. They're going to try and bounce back and even this series. Um, and and again, it extends uh, through the uh, through the series. And but over the years, the game game twos have been really strong. Uh, with uh, with teams uh, evening up the series, at least against the spread in the second game. Now, they might not win outright, but again, they usually make it really close. So um, the example I like the best coming up on Monday uh, is the Mavericks plus five and a half against the Jazz. Um, you know, the Jazz are leading most of the game, but the Mavericks were in it the whole way, and then they even got within two points with uh, three minutes left. Uh, that's when I thought I was going to get the cover, huh. and the Jazz ended up, ended up winning 99-93 by six. Uh, only getting plus five and a half, but again, we're getting we're getting plus five and a half in this game. And now, you know, one thing I definitely want to warn viewers, and I've written about this on Beeson.com uh, every year since I've been here in the last five years, <laughs> is that you know this, this isn't as strong as it used to. Be. I mean, it used to be it's an automatic play. Uh, now I think you have to you know incorporate it in, in your handicapping because again, it, it's leveled off over the years. It, it doesn't hit anywhere near as high percentages. And again, I usually I usually like playing the dogs, getting the points, 
uh, in the games. But you can see where the there, there's still people that follow it. Because, like, if you look at the uh, uh, Grizzlies-Timberwolves uh, series, uh, the Timberwolves won the first game 131-17. The Grizzlies were six-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, logically, you would say, oh, well, the uh, the underdog won there, so, yeah, six-and-a-half was too many points for the Grizzlies to be laying. That number should go down. Yet the number is up to Grizzlies minus seven in game two, and that's because you have a lot of people that still are playing <laughs> this exact area. Yeah. And want and wanting to you know expect the Grizzlies to bounce back, and so they're they're laying the point. So that, that's what I mean when I say that you know even though it's not as strong as it uh, used to be, it does still influence the lines. And you know so you but you, so you have to take it into consideration and seeing where you are getting value and when where maybe uh, you should pass. Yeah. So I've always looked at it this way. And yes, I guess I have been applying the zigzag theory, just not calling it that or, or no, knowing that it was such a thing. Right. But I've always done, and a lot of people have done it, and the books, Dave, have adjusted on this as well. Um, mm-hmm. If the home team loses game one of the series, which we've seen already with Dallas losing game one and Memphis losing game one, I I have always hammered the first half for the home team in game two. Okay. And we've seen adjustments, because I remember talking about it last year, where the, let's say the game line was eight. The first half line was like six and a half. (laughs) It it wasn't half, it wasn't what it normally should be in a regular season game. The books almost know that that's the, the bet that everyone's going to do is play the right. first half of the team that lost game one at home. So I'm very curious to see, like I'm looking, let's see, Utah and Dallas, we don't have it out. Uh, let's see, first half line, first half spread. I'm seeing here Dallas plus two and a half, so that might be a, uh, an interesting thing there, but I don't. there's nothing on Memphis just yet. That's the one that I'd be in, intrigued about because, you know, Memphis is going to be a favorite in the game, and I'm wondering right. what they make Memphis a favorite in the first half. Yeah, again, I'm seeing minus seven for the game. Yeah, yeah maybe it'll be, like you said, maybe minus five. They'll make you layer five and a half, which is terrible compared to what it should <laughs> what it should be. So, <laughs> right. But again, long term, it's been a, it's been a winning bet. Yeah. So, again, you just got to weigh that kind of kind of game by game basis. Sure, absolutely. Uh, this weekend was also fun uh, for football fans as the USFL got started. What did you notice about the first couple of games about the USFL and the betting market? Yeah, I bet the uh, the under for all four games. Uh, tonight's game postponed till Monday night. So uh, <laughs> the Bandits and Maulers, uh, we get some Monday night football <laughs> in, <laughs> in in April. So that's great. Um, the, but the uh, yeah the overall play um, hasn't been terrible absolutely not terrible I mean it hasn't been spectacular but uh, yeah the generals and stallions in the opener Saturday night uh, they they both uh, scored on early touchdowns and I was and I was uh, you know didn't like my under ticket uh, in the first quarter although then the game kind of slowed down and it came to what we've been expecting that we've seen from the XFL and the AAF in spring football uh, although. Uh, it was tied 21-21, and so you knew it was going to go over, and uh, and it did with the Stallions winning 28-24, and co- and covering as a two and a half to three point favorites. Um, but the, t- the two games today, those both stayed on, so that was that was good for me. Uh, Gambas beat the Panthers 17-12, and the Breakers beat the Stars 23-17. Um, so yeah, favorites are two and one straight up and against the spread. Uh, unders are two and one going into the game tomorrow night. And what's the total for the game tomorrow night? Uh, Forty-one and a half is the uh, is the last I saw. Uh, so low. And the band bandit's about a five and a half to six point favorite. That makes me like the underdog with such a low total. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, uh, yeah, it does seem like this number. It was two and a half uh, earlier in the week. So uh, I mean, obviously, you know, with these leagues, uh, very little information has been out there with the practice schedules sure. and, and all that. So you definitely can uh, you know see some steam on on some of these, but you know the steam's not always right. So mm-hmm. um, again, these, these teams you know pretty much are built to be pretty competitive and evenly matched. You know, with you know only eighteen eighteen league. So uh, yeah, I mean you know plus six and under uh, looks the way to go on Monday. It was a wild weekend in the NHL, Dave. On Saturday, 
favorites <laughs> with 14 and 0. And I believe they're undefeated here on Sunday as well. So we could be looking at 20 somewhat in a row here for the favorites. At this point in the season, and I know that the books might have to adjust and make these lines, you know, as high as we've ever seen them. I think the Rangers were closed at something like minus 500 or something today against the, uh, or the other day against the Red Wings. But at this point in the season, it's almost like the teams that are fighting for playoff spots versus the teams that are out of it just seems automatic that the, the teams that are going to win these games. So it makes sense that favorites would go 14 and 0. Yeah, you don't expect it to be you know, quite that extreme. <laughs> I mean, these are professional athletes that have some pride. You would expect some underdogs to step up, but then and the, and and three of them took the games to overtime on, on Saturday, and one went all the way to the shootout. So, but the favorites that still ended up uh, prevailing in all three of those games as well. But yeah, definitely a difference between the haves and have-nots. And yeah, minus three thirty, minus four hundred. Yeah, we're, we're seeing some of those favorites. In, uh, in some of these mismatches. Yeah, Monday night, Vegas is minus 320 against the Devils. And look, I love the Knights, but mm. they don't deserve to be minus 300 right now over anybody. <laughs> but they are in desperation mode, fighting for a pl- their playoff lives, while the Devils are just building towards next year. So it's very easy to see one team play with a little more intensity than the other here in this game. Yeah, again, I'm I, I'm happy I've, I've stayed away from the NHL dogs and just uh, stuck with my first period overs yeah, <laughs> here late, lately with this run. <laughs> well, Dave, I appreciate the time and the conversation. Uh, we're going to go with Mavericks with you because I like that play a lot, and then I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do, maybe a first-half play on the Grizzlies. But I am going to ride with you on Dallas plus the five-and-a-half. All right, great. <laughs> Take Have it easy, week. Dave. He is Dave Tooley. You follow him on Twitter at View from Vegas. All the latest information about everything that went on here in uh, the world of, of sports betting and uh, how favorites did, how the totals did. All the info you need is uh, on Dave's uh, Twitter page. And then, of course, in Tooley's Takes, which you read up on vcin.com each and every day. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. I'll ask him uh, if the lights turned on today after the NHL favorites won 14-0 on Saturday. It's the look ahead here on DC. This segment of the look ahead is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties. And they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zinncom find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Sandenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Let's continue the conversation. We welcome in our friend from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. He is Dwayne Colucci. And Dwayne, let me ask you something because uh, I, I was a little bit worried about you. Um, did the lights turn on this morning? I know NHL favorites went 14 and 0 on Saturday. Uh, were you guys able to turn the lights on at the Rampart this morning? <laughs> yeah, we took it on the chin. I'll tell you the truth, Scott, but. Yeah, we still uh, we're still up and operating. It takes a lot more than just a bunch of favorites to wipe out Rampart South Point. I'll tell you that. Right now. <laughs> We've been around too long, you know us old schoolers, guys. But uh, yeah, it's been rough. You know, you get these streaks and you see these uh, massive days that have taken place in the last couple of months for favorites, regardless of the sport. And, you know, definitely the bookmakers are taking it on the chin. So, yeah, you know, definitely licking our wounds. But we were right back at them today and uh, some fabulous action the NBA provided. NHL schedule was a little, uh, you know, edgy. But tomorrow they get back in swing and baseball has just been really good. I've been pleased with the handle over at the Rampart. So, yeah, yeah, definitely we took it on the chin. But we'll uh, bounce back. I imagine it was a good day in the NBA because you had two favorites winning outright but not covering in the Celtics and the Bucks, I mean, you might have taken some Brooklyn action, I'm sure, um, as they were about four-point dogs in this one. Comes down to the wire, and uh, the Celtics get the win at the buzzer. And, you know, from their perspective, Dwayne, 
they got to be thinking that how lucky they are because when Kevin Durant plays a game, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it, as poorly as he played in this one, the Celtics almost had to win this game because imagine they lost with Durant having what is going to be his worst game of the series because you know he's only going to be better from here on out. Yeah, and I don't think on top of it that the Celtics really anticipated the heart and soul. Kyrie Irving just playing out of his mind. And as the crowd started to elevate his animosity, he started to play better and better. So, yeah, that's a great point because how well Tatum and Smart played, you still had the Nets that were in front late in this game. And it was a must win because Durant played like garbage completely. One of the worst playoff games I've ever seen him play. I mean, he shot a low percentage. He wasn't taking high-quality shots. Uh, You know, he was putting a lot of last second of the 24 clock uh, positions there, Scott, to take shots. But still, normally, you know, Durant will make 50% of those. He was shooting horribly. So a great point that you made. The Celtics had to win this game because you know this guy's only going to get better and better. And if Kyrie starts to really play the way he's played, it's going to be a long series for the Celtics overall. And they were lucky, I'll tell you the truth. Great passing there by Brown to Smart then to find the open man for the layup in Tatum. Just a, a phenomenal, uh, you know, court sense by Marcus Smart. He knew he had enough time, even with three and a half seconds, to deliver that ball. And the Celtics stole that victory. But, yeah, you know, it's looking good for the Nets if they continue to perform at this level, and especially when they get back to Barkley. How much – I just got done talking to our very own Dave Tooley about the, uh, the, the zigzag theory um, in the NBA, you know, but basically betting on the team that loses game one – to cover in game two. How much do you guys behind the counter buy into things like that and adjust the prices accordingly? Because you know the majority of the people are going to be betting on the side of the team that did not win in the first game. Yeah, you know, you make those adjustments, but it also depends on how bad you lose that first game. Now, case in point, I'm looking at this Phoenix game, and I would still be hard-pressed to bet on New Orleans in the second game if yeah. Phoenix continues to roll and blows you out. You know what I'm saying, Scott. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how close the game was. I'm anticipating a nice adjustment that we're going to see a lot more net money after that Celtics game because, like you said, I mean, Durant could only get better. So that's a game where we will focus and make the adjustments. Also, you know the Hawks are going to get a, a lot better. Trey Young I think he was a little tired. You know, they were zigging and zagging, played a lot of games in that uh, four- or five-day stretch. So I know how Trey Young prepares, and he's definitely going to come out with a chip on his shoulder in the next game. And that's another game where, even though you saw the Miami Heat dominate, we will make an adjustment there. But the Heat, let me tell you, Scott, this team is built, and they're well-coached. I don't care about all them uh, on-court squabbles. They look like the best team in the East, and they've been the best Eats for quite a while now. Uh, you have to go back to February where the Bulls were in front and they looked like they were lights out, but the Heat just took control. And that was a true statement today. Uh, you know, just a dominating performance and they were firing on all cylinders. Uh, the Chicago game, Chicago came back. They looked pretty good, I, I tell you. You know, they had Milwaukee second guessing and there has to be some facilitation. You can't just have Giannis taking the ball down, you know, running guys over, shooting threes. He will wear down, even though he's an incredible physical specimen. So Middleton has got to play a little better. You know, uh, some of the other guys like Holiday, they got to chip in. You can't have Giannis just carry this team. You know, he could do it for a round or two. But as the playoffs wear on, you know, you definitely have somebody. You have to have somebody else stepping up in this uh, playoff run that if they're going to repeat. Dwayne, we're about uh, 11 days through the start of the Major League Baseball season. What have you noticed so far? Uh, Any teams really standing out, jumping out to you with surprising starts or just from a handle perspective? Has anybody really uh, drawn the attention or lack of attention from your clients over there? Well, we always have massive attraction on the Dodgers. You know, they've been so good for so many years now, Scott, that you know, they have a, an L.A.-based clientele. So and, and the Rampart's the only place you can watch them because <laughs> you can't watch them on the cable networks. It's crazy. You know, that's been a problem for so many years with blackout restrictions. You look at MLB Network, they're blacking out games 
left and right. And, you know, I, I just don't understand how they think we could just travel and attend these games and what these blackout restrictions are about. But, yeah, you know, the Dodgers definitely. But the Mets have made the best impression on me, Scott, just because the Grom is not pitching and they are playing so well. You could see Lindor is much better the second year around in the Met uniform. Alonzo, he brings a lot to the table. They have been getting some solid pitching. If Seth Lugo could solidify and be a, a nice setup guy, possible closer once in a while, or long relief guy, that just adds to their uh, you know appeal. And at seven and three, we have seen the Mets have some backing, and they've scored you know a ton of runs. So you're seeing a lot of overs uh, come out of them. And uh, what plus twenty seven? I think they've outscored the opponent by. You know, when the Mets are hitting the ball, they're definitely uh, going to be a force to be reckoned with because they're synonymous with pitching. Once again, the Giants are surprising again. I tell you, Scott, I can't believe they're 7-2. And I couldn't believe it all the last year, I'll be honest with you. And uh, it looks like it's going to be another dog fight between them and the Dodgers. Colorado, though, is playing well. True credit to that uh, team and roster. But a lot of handle on the usual suspects, Scott. You're seeing a lot of Yankee handle. We're definitely seeing handle on the Dodgers and increased handle on the Mets and Astros. Mets and Giants will begin a series here at City Field on Monday. And it's the upstart, the young kid who has been fantastic for the Mets this season so far, Tyler McGill, getting the start. Yeah. He has not allowed a run yet this season. He's thrown 10 in the third innings. He struck out 11. He has yet to allow a single runner to cross the plate. And the Mets are a small favorite against those seven and two Giants who have Alex Cobb going. Yeah, you constantly see that, though. You know, that's the trend with the Giants. You're always seeing them as an underdog, and they crush us, you know, from a <laughs> everybody's waiting, Scott. Like I said, we're waiting for them to lose and to come back down to earth with not such a, you know, this roster that they put together, but it's definitely a testament to the coaching staff and the heart and soul of the team that they are able to come out and perform without big money players. You know, Chris Bryant is a big money player, but, uh, you know, I, I just don't, uh, I don't see it. I just don't understand how they just continue to win. And McGill has been fabulous. We've spoken about him. He's uh, just adding to the enamor of the Mets. If Carrasco also could get going, they're going to be so tough. I mean, you look at them on paper, and uh, definitely Showalter has made the difference in this clubhouse thus far. But it's early, Scott. I mean, we can't count all our eggs in one basket and, uh, you know, always bet and follow all these teams because they're going to go through losing streaks. Absolutely. That's how baseball is outside of the Dodgers, you know, and even they are going to lose a couple of games here and there. You know, you're not going to see that many teams get to that hundred win plateau. And, uh, you know, we set those win totals early on. We try and get concise with them and you have a lot of takers on the game going over and everybody thinks, oh, well, you know, you have Aaron Judge. Well, I, Dwayne, I personally hope the game doesn't get rained out because uh, I might have to head over and see you and place a bet on the Giants. <laughs> Dwayne, I appreciate the time and the conversation. As always, my friend, I'll talk to you soon. He's uh, Dwayne Thanks, Colucci I appreciate from it. the Rampart. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NFL draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, is going to give his draft analysis. VSIN host Mike Pritchard was a first round pick, former quarterback Sean King. They'll give you insights that you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft best bets in our NFL Draft betting guide. Sign up today get full access to VSIN through the NFL Draft for only $19 at vsin.com slash spring. I actually walked by the Bellagio last night and saw the stage they were building and everything. So uh, it's, uh, it's going to be fun stuff. Draft in Vegas. It'll be fun. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on VCN, the sports betting network. Uh, I was reading this story in Major League Baseball. Well, not in Major League Baseball, in, in Japanese baseball. Uh, Roki Sasaki is the Japanese phenom that threw a perfect game in his first start of the season last week. He's 20 years old, and he threw a perfect game while striking out. 19 batters. Oh, he's got that was in his third start, excuse me. So he's had four starts this year. His third start was last week. Perfect game, 19 strikeouts. That's like one of the most insane games you'll ever see in a baseball game. 19 of the 27 outs were strikeouts in a perfect game. Anyway, his second start for the Chiba Lot Marines, he threw eight perfect innings while striking out 14 batters and was pulled from the game uh, after 102 pitches. He topped out at 101 miles per hour on the radar gun. This season, or last season, excuse me, last season, he had a 2.24 ERA in 64 innings pitched. This season, he has retired the last 52 batters that he has faced. He has thrown, what, 17 perfect innings in a row while striking out 33 in the 17 innings. Now, the all the rules with Japanese, the, the Nippon uh, Pro Baseball League, posting players, uh, I don't know the specifics of this, and how long, like, uh, how, when can a player be posted? Um, because it used to be a, a an age limit, right? When a Japanese player can be posted. Now it's like on a time system or something like that. Um, I know when they can be posted. It's in the fall. It's between uh, November and December. But I don't know about any age or anything like that. Oh, here we go. The caveat of the posting system is that foreign-born players are subject to international bonus pool money restrictions unless they are at least 25 years of age and have played as a professional in a foreign league recognized by Major League Baseball for a minimum of six seasons. Um, so basically, it would have to do a, um, a, a, you know, the posting fee, and it would be subject to the international signing bonus. It's a whole bunch of things that 
had to have been redone here in the collective bargaining agreement. In the new CBA, the international amateur talent system will continue under the old rules. The MLB and the MLBPA will have until July 25th, 2022 to agree to the implementation of an annual international draft, which will be held for the first time in 2024. If the draft is not agreed on, the remaining international signing periods between 2022 and 2026 will continue to operate under the old CBA. Um, Examples of postings, the posting fees and whatnot, you know, um, in recent history. Uh, The most recent one was last November, Seiya Suzuki, who was signed by the Cubs, had the Cubs had to pay a transfer fee of $14.6 million to Hiroshima. And then they agreed to a five-year, $85 million contract with Seiya Suzuki. Um, let's see. Uh, we know Shohei Otani, obviously, was the transfer fee for him was $20 million. And then he agreed to a $2.32 million signing bonus and the league minimum salary at the time. Uh, Let's see. The Dodgers posted for Kenta Maeda $20 million back in 2015. $20 million is what the Yankees posted for Masahiro Tanaka. $25 $25 million is what the Dodgers posted for Hunjin Ryu back in 2012. Yu um, Darvish, $51 million to Hokkaido from the Texas Rangers. This was such a bust. The Yankees posted $26 million back in 2006 for Kei Igawa. Man, what a bust that guy was. Uh, Ichiro, how about this one? Back in November 9th of 2020, just $13 million. That's crazy. The Dodgers, two years later, paid almost $12 million for Kaz Ishii. Didn't exactly work out the way that uh, Ichiro did. The Red Sox, $51 million in 2006 for Daisuke. So, Right now, if this kid gets posted and wants to come to Major League Baseball, uh, his team, Chiba Lot, could probably make. I listen. We're talking the highest posting fee was, uh, I guess, the fifty million dollars for you, fifty-one million for you, Darvish. This. If he's throwing perfect games and top topping out at 101 and striking out 19 and 17 every game, they can make a hundred million dollars as a posting fee. Literally. And then this kid can agree to a contract that'll probably pay him half a bill, you know, 400, 500 million dollars. He's 20 years old. That's just absolutely insane. Uh, But that's something to worth keeping an eye out, especially for you fans of the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers and maybe even the New York Mets, right? Their new owner, uh, you know, Steve Cohn, he he is very uh, willing to open up his checkbook and spend the money. He is the billionaire that just wants to win, and uh, he is spending that dough. Um, Another interesting story that I wanted to take a look at in Major League Baseball, the Yankees lost to the Orioles today 5-0. And no, it's not about the Orioles and them winning as a a big uh, underdog and ruining what was an incredible performance from Nestor Cortez. Keep an eye on this dude. I'm telling you, he was a relief pitcher that was moved into the rotation to make spot starts And ever since he moved into the rotation, he's like borderline, if not flat-out elite when it comes to pitchers across Major League Baseball. Five innings, no runs, three hits, one walk, 12 
strikeouts in this game against the Baltimore Orioles. So when he starts, that's that's definitely going to be someone we want to pay attention to. But anyway, the Orioles this year moved back their left field wall. And it turned Camden Yards into a pitcher's park. Not only did they move back the wall to like 394 feet, but they also raised the wall to 13 feet high. And watching these games in Baltimore for the start of the season, this is what we have seen. 2-0, 5-4, 4-2, and 5-0. What do all those games have in common? With the exception of the 5-4 game? Unders. Camden Yards has turned into a pitcher's park moving back the left field wall so dramatically. Maybe unders are now the way to go here with games in Baltimore. Next time the uh, Orioles are at home is going to be not until Friday, April 29th against the Red Sox as they start on a road trip here. We'll see what the total is in a couple of weeks. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.